Let's talk about the Canada Emergency Response Benefit because it's changed quite a bit since they first introduced it, right? They seem to be expanding and adding more people, and yesterday it happened as well. Uh, but they're still not fully covering everybody. So let's find out about yesterday's announcement in particular and who's still being left out in the cold. Lior Samfiru is an employment lawyer and partner at Samfiru to Markin LLP. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. Great to be with you. It's good to have you and your expertise. A um, couple of questions. First and foremost, are why don't they just give it to everybody? Why why are they are they slowly rolling it out? In your opinion, well, I, I think there's there's so many in, employees, so many individuals that are unemployed right now, either because they've lost their job or because of the fact that they can't find work. That we're literally going to be talking potentially tens of millions of people impacted at least for a period of time, and I think. The government is in the position where can we actually pay tens of millions or do we try to at least prioritize those individuals who may have a a more immediate need, who may have been more directly impacted by the the current economic situation. I do think, though, uh, it's inevitable that the categories and the criteria will continue to expand to try to apply to more people. What kind of questions are you getting, being the employment lawyer specialist here in this? Well, you know, the problem with this CRB is it is confusing, and the changes that are uh, were implemented yesterday make it more confusing. So probably the main question I get right now is, do I qualify? Uh, and up until yesterday, the criteria were fairly simple. It was if you lost your job and you're, or, or you're not earning income now because of the virus, and as long as you had $5,000 in the previous year, yeah, you, you, you can qualify. Well, right now the government correctly try to expand the category expand the category and say well even if you're earning $1000 uh, a, a, a month you still qualify but that leaves a lot of questions what if i was making $1100 uh, a month because i was picking up a few part-time shifts at a walmart now it's been reduced to $1000 does that mean i get an extra $2000 from the government so I, I think the government does need to give more guidance because if they don't you're going to have people applying for this benefit they don't qualify and then they later on they have to pay it back or may face fines and penalties when it's really not their fault because this whole benefit is fairly confusing. I know there are a lot of companies that are trying to continue, and one of the things they're saying is, uh, you know, we're going to send you home for two weeks on vacation. So they're forcing you to take your vacation time. Is that is that okay? And a lot of employers are doing that, and a lot of employees, for obvious reasons, are very upset because yeah. they want to keep their vacation for when they want to take it. But legally, an employer is allowed to require an employee to take their vacation, not just now, really at any time. Obviously, most employers choose not to use that power in regular times because they want the employees to be able to enjoy their vacation, but it is legal for the employer to say, for the next two weeks, you're taking whatever accrued vacation time you've had. It's not going to make people happy, but it is legal. Are you worried about the future of compensation uh, when somebody, when companies either close or go bankrupt, God forbid, but we know it's a reality going forward here? You're going to see that, unfortunately, more often. It's already starting companies closing down, going bankrupt. And with respect to the to employees, you know, and I've said this before, we saw this with the Sears scenario uh, in recent history, yeah. where the employees are the ones at the end of the day left in the cold when a company goes bankrupt. You know, secured creditors, banks will often get paid, employees will not. So this is not a good situation. Uh, in fact, it's a terrible situation for employees who may currently be on a temporary layoff, but the longer the situation goes, the less likely it is for them to be able to come back to work, and there may not be a company around to pay severance or pay other entitlements. So I do foresee this being a, a, a huge problem and one that's going to take a while to get out of. I wonder if the government will come to the aid of Canadians then. 
I, I think the government's going to have to, yeah. and it's a question of what they can do and for how long. But this is not the, the end of the assistance that individuals, employees, workers are going to need from the government. All right. Thank you, Lior. I appreciate it. Lior Samfiru, employment lawyer, of course, partner at Samfiru to Markin LLP. Appreciate your time.